How is it going, everybody? I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast Podcast. I hope you all had a great week. I had a great 4th of July. It was a weird one with all this COVID stuff going around, and it still is a weird time. But I hope life is treating you all well, and I hope that you and your family, whoever they may be, family can be blood, family can be those beside you, whoever they may be, I hope they had a good 4th of July. If you're an American, if you're not an American, you know what? I hope you had a good week, too. All right. Well, let's talk about some stuff here. That was a new song, a new intro. I hope you all enjoyed it. Found it on the Free Music Archive, and it is by... RSPN by Blank and Kit. I guess it is called RSPN by Blank and Kit. That, what you just heard, was a pronounce extension on Google Chrome. I know last podcast I had a ton of issues pronouncing authors and a lot of their works. So we're going to try this out and see how it goes. Again, that new intro was... RSPN by Blank and Kit. RSPN by Blank and Kit. Thank you, Magical Voice from the Google Chrome. Well, today we're going to go over some personal discussions. Then, of course, we're going to talk about the news. So let's talk about some personal stuff real quick. I have right in front of me... Let's see if you can hear this. A nice glass of sparkling water. I know, right? Sounds European. It might be. I have a buddy who went to Europe and said every time he asked for a water, he got a sparkling one. And I said, that sounds like heaven. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a big scar- sparkling water fan. I love the texture of carbonation, not exactly the taste. So I used to be a chubby kid. This has a story, I promise you. I used to be a really chubby kid. And I decided to, of course, cut down on the weight. So I cut out all my soda. I cut out all that bad stuff, all those bad drinks that kids drank way too much of. And I identified that I was drinking way too much of. And it was specifically soda. So I just stopped drinking soda. And I drank water and juice for pretty much all my child throughout when I made that decision through my childhood, through high school, all that. And then, of course, I got to college and I was able to drink. And I decided, wow. I don't really like the taste of beer, but this carbonation stuff is really good in it. And I always drank really watered-down beer like Corona. I don't know if it's watered-down, but it's not as quote-unquote tough guy. I always got made fun of by my friends for drinking a Corona, but I liked the carbonation in Corona. Corona had a lot more carbonation. It didn't have as high as an alcohol content, no, but to me it just tasted better. I liked the texture of carbonation. But then again... When you imagine a new 21-year-old who can drink all the beer he wants, started gaining weight, started gaining a lot of weight. I'm actually down, believe it or not, 40 pounds. <laughs> I got up to uh, 220, uh, around 220. I think I'm 185 right now, so I'm getting close to 40 pounds down, which is awesome. And I do chalk that up to a lot of alcohol <laughs> as I turn 21. But I cut out beer just because I knew it was a lot of carbs. I didn't like the taste. I just liked the texture. And I decided, hey, I'm going to really send it on the sparkling water thing. Before now, sparkling water has always been a treat. It's never really been something I've sought after or desired when I wanted something carbonated. But I'm living with the marvelous girlfriend, Lucille. I've talked about her last podcast. She's great. And she recommended that because I like sparkling water so much and I missed carbonation, I should get one of those soda streams, pop some water in there and carbonate some water and I can just stop buying bottles 
that I don't like doing. I'm kind of morally opposed to buying bottled water, especially bottled carbonated water. And I can just fill myself up small, my own. And I did. And it, it's working out pretty well. Here, I'm going to do a little sip test here. Ah, no, that's good stuff. I recommend to all you soda drinkers out there, if you drink soda not because of its taste or because you're addicted to caffeine or whatever is in Mountain Dew, and you still want that texture, that feel of drinking a soda, check out carbonated water. It's a lot better for you. Now, it doesn't keep you as hydrated as I would like. It is carbonated, so it doesn't help with that. So usual, about every glass I drink of carbonated water, I'll drink a glass of uncarbonated, just plain water. Keep that hydration up. But I do recommend it to anybody who's on this whole sort of thing. Check it out. Have some carbonated water. It's completely worth it to me. All right. Well, that's the whole water discussion today. Uh, I'm going to go into talking about what I've been watching lately. Me and Lucille have been watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. I watched this all the time as a kid. It's a great show. It has a lot of season two's nuts. Season one's kind of hard to get through if you've never watched it before. It is Season one is the kid part of the kid show, but after season one, you get to season two and all, and it's very much has adult themes. So I, it's worth checking out if you're ever wanting an American, quote-unquote, anime-style kind of thing. It's a great show. But I wanted to share it with her, so we've been trudging, not trudging, but going through it. Trudging kind of implies that you don't like it. She's just falling in love with the characters. We're watching the finale tonight. If you watch it on Netflix, an interesting part is they've combined a lot of the episodes into bigger episodes. So if it's a one to two, there's a part one and a part two episode, they'll combine that into one big one. And just, it'll have all the same cuts, title screens, everything. They don't meld it at all. It's just like a 45 minute gap, but there is a pause in the middle of it where they go, chapter one, episode two, part two. It's really weird. (laughs) Another thing about watching Avatar right now, is you have to realize this show came out in, I think it was 2005. Let me double check this. I believe it was 2005. Avatar, yeah, it came out in 2005. Very, 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 very much in the middle of Nickelodeon's high point. But again, this show was made for television. So there's commercial cuts. There's definite pauses, you know, enough for a commercial to break. Suspense, quote unquote, suspense to build. But it's super weird coming from watching all these Netflix shows and Hulu shows that are made for a streaming platform that don't have built-in cuts for commercials and going back and watching Avatar straight through an entire episode. All the commercials are gone, but all the commercial cuts are still there because at the time, the show had to be made for commercial cuts. Super interesting. (laughs) If you ever watch an old show like that, I'm sure you'll encounter it because these cartoons and stuff were made specifically because they knew when the commercial cut would take place. Super cool. Is it annoying? A little bit, but it's it's watchable for sure. It's a great show, uh, even with the timey things. It's just a product of its time in that regard. If you have never watched Avatar The Last Airbender, I highly recommend it. I I already said it, but I'll say it one more time. Season one is the kitty part. Season two and three get a lot better. Season two and three get kind of... Season two is nuts. Season three towards 
the beginning and end get very nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Avatar. Next week, next week, what we're going to talk about in regards to Avatar and a couple other things are some different ideas in American cartoons and literature versus Japanese cartoon and literature. And that's working for it versus being a chosen one or a prophecy. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit next week. Right now, we're going to move on to the news. That's all, That wraps up my whole personal discussion for this week. So the news, ladies and gentlemen. Now, as you know, I used to be more of a hobbyist streamer. I still stream from time to time, but I enjoy doing this podcast a lot more. But at the end of all my streams, we would go through and talk about the news, talk about different ideas, discussions, topics. Today, today we have a myriad of different things to discuss. Last week, we talked about Dr. Disrespect. Now, there's no news on Dr. D, which is crazy. I think I predicted last week that we'd be able to see what's up. We still have nothing, though. It's pretty disheartening actually he must be in a lot a lot of trouble if we still don't know what's up so to dr disrespect sir hope all is well and good luck to you because this is a bit crazy so no nothing no updates on dr disrespect if you do see an update make sure it's viable if it's out there just because a lot of theorists and internet detectives and little little uh how do you say it twitter twitter detectives there all these twitter detectives really think that they're able to figure out what's going on just make sure everything's correct that you've watched people are theorizing left and right all right moving on to none other than the xbox event microsoft just announced an xbox series x games event for july 23rd We know Halo Infinite is going to be there. I think we're going to see a lot more than that for sure, but Halo is the big talking point right now. Now, I do want to say this. PlayStation is kicking Microsoft's butt right now in the console wars. So the Xbox Series X gets announced, and everybody's pretty hyped for it, but it's massive. It looks like a refrigerator. In fact, in their latest indie developer thing, showcase rather, they made the joke of it being a refrigerator in the background, and it looks like it. It's a massive piece of tech. PS, PlayStation holds out. They hold out. They said, nope, we're not going to show it just yet. We're going to wait. So then Microsoft has their indie developer showcase where all these indie games were shown. And a lot of people on the internet got pissed off that no AAA games were shown. While they did preface the event as an indie developer event, I I kind of, and with the people that got a little pissed off, they weren't justified to get as pissed off as they did, though. But AAA games deserve some love just as much as Oh, I'm going to rephrase that. Indie games deserve some love just as much as AAA games. But you have to be careful how you showcase them. If you get everyone excited for a game showcase and it's just the indie one at first, uh, I can see why people are a bit 
a bit uh, blue balled by that. <laughs> they want to see Halo. They they weren't there to see games they've never heard of before. PlayStation, seeing all this, said, "Okay, we got this." And they had their event a couple weeks ago. I believe we talked about it too, and came out with their console, which looks smaller and better than the Xbox, and. They showcased a lot of indie developers alongside AAA developers. They had a Spider-Man uh, add-on. Maybe it wasn't an add-on, but like a new small mini-game kind of thing. And they had Horizon Zero Dawn, the sequel. And they had a couple other major announcements that had a lot of good indie showcases as well. So PlayStation is knocking it out of the park right now, kicking Xbox's butt. Halo Infinite is going to have to be really, really good, but Halo doesn't have the same pull power that it did before. Halo used to be why people bought an Xbox, that, and uh, play Call of Duty, but Call of Duty's moved over to PlayStation for uh, for full support, and Halo is kind of Xbox's last shooter, or last arm to have on a shooter. They kind of got to knock it out of the park on this one. I do expect there to be a battle royale for Halo Infinite. There's no way they don't do it. But a cool thing about that is I'd love to see the customization on a Halo Royale, or excuse me, Halo Royale, a Halo Infinite battle royale. Can you imagine if you could customize all your armor and stuff so you would look completely different from your teammate? That'd be super cool. While in Warzone, you can customize your skin. It's just not the same as being able to customize every piece that you would have on your character. That'd be super dope. Even if it is a first person. Even if if you, even if you can't see your character while you play, it'd be cool for other players to see you just wreck them. That'd be super dope. It is funny how in Warzone, whatever skin you pick very much defines your play style and a little bit of your character too. That I don't know what it's called, but that Russian skin where he has no shirt on in Warzone. So it's just this Russian tattooed guy running around. If you have that skin enabled, I know you're a crazy player. You're going to be jumping around hitting crazy headshots. I'm not going to like it. But yeah, <laughs> it would be super cool to see the customization more on Halo Infinite Battle Royale. And it's very much out of my way to be talking about a Halo Battle Royale. That hasn't even been a thing yet. But I, I am excited to see the game. All right, that is the Xbox event. Now, let's do the pronounced, this Google pronounce one more time to tell you all the time and date. Xbox Series X Games event. July 23rd at 9 a.m. PT, 12 p.m. ET. So that is July 3rd, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. Could I have pronounced that? Yes. But I got to keep you all awake there. That is Xbox. Now, next up, Discord, ladies and gentlemen. A couple months ago, I made a video about Discord and how there's some sweeping changes that need to be made to the platform. And they did. They made one of them, and I couldn't believe it. Now, I am a nothing in the case of how big Discord is, but I do think that they have a good vision for the future. So Discord was this quirky little gaming text and chat app that is trying to rebrand to gain more communities because gaming can be a hard community to break into especially if you want to use a platform built for gamers it's a little quirky a little weird a little unprofessional 
but Discord has changed its website. If you go to discord.com slash new, you can check out the new disc guy and, and their new slogan, your place to talk. I really dig it. I like that slogan. I'm about it. It's not about a bunch of gamers, a bunch of gamers out here. No, it's about everybody who's wanting to have a community, keep updated with people, and I really dig it. However, I say that, but there is a lot of changes that I talked about in my former video on Discord that I would like to see. There's two major things. I'd like to see inline responses where I can reply directly to a message from a person instead of like, a Twitch, a Twitch, Twitch. There we go. Stuff like a Twitch chat where it just scrolls down without stopping. I'd like to scroll up to a message of someone who asks a question and reply to that message directly, so that they can see a reply to that, and they won't have to wait and watch "quote unquote" chat or the server or the channel for ten minutes waiting for somebody to reply. And the next thing you know, everybody's forgotten about it, their question, and they're on another discussion. And then if you go in and ask a question during a discussion, you're that guy who's breaking up the discussion. It's weird. I would like to see inline responses. I think that's a necessary tool. Next up, currently, if you go on a server and you join a voice channel, you need to designate a text channel that you will be using within that server. I would very much like voice channels to work like group channels. So if you make a private DM, group DM in Discord, you get the opportunity to call everyone and you get a text channel for that DM. However, if you go to a server and you join a voice channel, you do not get a text channel. You have to designate one that you will be using for everyone in that voice channel. I understand it because it is supposed to be a broader server-based and not an individual player-based, but I would like there to be a text channel for that voice channel where you're there just so you can designate where you're going to be talking through text and sending things. If you're in a broader channel, but you still want to have a little text conversation and share things, I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. I think it's missing that portion. But I think Discord is heading in the right direction. They have a vision. They have an idea. And they're after it. And I really dig that. I am very excited that it will be easier to get my friends on my Discord server. I share memes and stuff on there. And I think it's going to be a lot easier to get my friends on Discord now that it's a bit of a more of an open, inclusive community. I don't think they were exclusive before, but... Um, it's a lot easier for them to see Discord, your place to talk, instead of Discord, ow, wumpus, gamer reference, blah, blah, blah. It's hard to get people to download an app like that. All right, next up. Yeezy season is broke, whatever y'all been playing. Kanye West announces he is running for president. Do I think this is real? Don't know. That guy's kind of crazy. I talked to my brother about it, and he said... Yeezy's about to drop an album. That's his prediction. Can I see it? 100%, ladies and gentlemen. 100% I can see Yeezy dropping an album. <laughs> Just for the press. He says he's now running for president. But, eh. Whatever. It, I, don't, I don't think it's... It's not going to pan out anyway. So, All right. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast. A short episode this week. Not much tech news to talk about. We're going to have a couple things 
in the coming weeks, specifically that discussion on Japanese versus American media. I'd be interested to see that. And hopefully Discord can roll out some changes here soon too. I'd really love to see those as well. But That's it for now. I hope that all of you had a good past week. And to those Americans like myself, happy July 4th. Hope that was safe with you and your family. So, I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast Podcast. Hope you all have a great week.